G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, it's Monday and on the line today we have the Australian Christian Lobby with their regular update and it's Rob Norman, the Queensland State Director. Rob, there's a bit of movement at the station in Germany about prostitution laws. There sure is, Andrew. It's good to be with you, mate, and uh, always good to come on uh, on air. But, yeah, this is an interesting one. So we've got 21 years of a decriminalisation of prostitution in Germany and even a history before that of a, a strong prostitution industry, if you want to put it that way. And um, all of a sudden, a question in Parliament last week and the German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, has basically says that... Um, his answer to the, to the question along the lines of prostitution was that, was that sex for sale is not acceptable and should not be normalised. And so this is a huge thing. Um, he's also said that we should do all we do to clamp down on it. And I quote that. And he also said it's something that's always angered me. So we could be seeing, Andrew, the beginning of the end of decriminalised prostitution in Germany. It, it, it's that big. Yeah, and for our listeners, um, 2002, a, a law was passed in Germany. It was called the Prostitution Act, which decriminalized all forms of prostitution in Germany. And it was celebrated, wasn't it, Rob, at the time. And I think prostitution in Germany became a $26 billion, that's Australian money, 16 billion euro industry. And that was also celebrated, as things are in the modern world. Anything with dollar value to a nation is, is sold as something good. So this is a big reverse, isn't it? It sure is. Look, um and you know much of the much of the the data that they go by when they talk about decriminalisation, improving life for prostitutions, it's based on zero evidence. So there's no independent studies that support those kinds of claims. And I guess what we're seeing now in Germany is that the failed experiment is coming to an end. So prostitution has blown out of proportion. Apparently, at the moment, currently, you know, we're seeing uh, a million men a day buying sex. And over 500 brothels, uh, Andrew, in Berlin operating at the moment. And so on the back of that, you've got a massive industry of uh, trafficking, um, you know, crime builds up. Uh, the, the statistics are just overwhelming. And so this turnaround is quite amazing as it's coming from the left side of politics as well, which kind of underscores the seriousness of it, I guess. Yeah, and uh, the stats I read were 10% of the prostitutes are legal or are not legal, are, are recognised in Germany in brothels and 90% just operate in their homes or on the streets, which is obviously unregulated, unsafe. And I can only imagine the horrors that, uh, that unfold there, particularly with young migrant girls who get sort of drawn into or pushed into that industry. Uh, it must mm. be a horrible life. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's a myth that when you legalise prostitution, everything's regulated and cared for and looked after. In fact, studies have shown, and there's a study out of 2018 in the US, that, um, you know, that when, when you decriminalise prostitution, you also increase the size of the illegal part of the industry as well. So crime and prostitution go hand in hand. Uh, trafficking goes hand in hand. 
In fact, what you see now in, in Germany is that um, 50 to 90% of women that are involved in the industry are actually selling sex against their will. And so it's a, there's a ma- massive problems. And just the government trying to cope with the, the overflow and the policing of that uh, is unimaginable. Um, and when right next door in Sweden, you can see a shrinking industry because they've got quite a different model of prostitution. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're kind of looking to that model for, for here in Australia, hopefully to be the normal thing. Yeah, so it's interesting. So this political leader who's spoken against it, is there any evidence of lobby groups really pressuring him or church groups pressuring him or just data presented to him from the police? Like, do you, Is there any understanding yet of what's motivating this individual to make these statements? No, look, this was a random question or a seemingly random question, but there, yes, there is obviously lobbying going on and the Christian Democratic Party is obviously on the other side of this equation. And so they've been lobbying for the Swedish or Nordic or it's even called the equality model of prostitution, um, which basically um, many of your listeners will know because we've spoken about this before, is that it actually decriminalises the selling of sex, so it gives some protection to the women that are caught in the industry, but uh, criminalises the buying of sex. And so the, the lobbyists in Germany have been advocating for that particular uh, reform model um, and we, we're also lobbying for that here in Australia because the statistics, again, tell the story. If you look at Sweden, Andrew, uh, one in 15,000 people are involved in prostitution. If you look at Germany, one in 175 people are involved in prostitution. And so, you know, magnitude of differences in those two numbers. Um, and so the evidence is out and it's, it's becoming quite obvious now. Yeah, so let's bring it into our own backyard now. Queensland are talking about decriminalising prostitution as well. The Labor government up there and the Attorney That's General, Yvette right. Dath, or uh, Daff, yeah. Daff are, are talking about decriminalising prostitution. So have you got any updates on that? I'm only laughing because it's so ridiculous and so wrong, but have you got any updates about that? Yeah, look, dead right, mate. This is absolutely crazy. Going down a road that has so much evidence stacked against it Um, What we saw earlier in the year, Andrew, is that the Queensland Law Reform Commission provided some some guidelines, some foundations, I guess, for the process of decriminalising prostitution in Queensland. And um, we're about halfway through that at the moment. And so we saw an omnibus bill go through just last month that uh, essentially legalised street prostitution. And so the next tranche of that update, if you like, would be that the parliament would introduce legislation to allow for prostitution to be uh, advertised on the side of buses, to have the same kind of restrictions as any other business, and to um, to be able to set up businesses in local neighbourhoods so you could have a brothel or you know you could have a full-blown brothel basically next door to you um, in your neighbour's house operating in that particular way. So that, if it goes ahead, looks likely to happen early in the new year. And it's just, it's a journey in absolute folly because we're following along in all the mistakes that have been made in Germany and New Zealand. Um, and now we see Germany backing out of it and looking, you know, looking for other ways of doing this thing. Yeah, it would just uh, mean that the industry is regulated in Queensland and government would have its tentacles in there and obviously government would also generate revenue through it. And again, it just feels like in the modern Western world, anything that generates income or boosts an economy is deemed as a good thing. 
But, uh, you know, obviously you and I know that it's not. Tell us about the experiment in New Zealand, how that's gone for them. So it's been much the same. Um, New Zealand didn't have as long a history as, as Germany, um, but we, we get constant reports now of um, women particularly that are involved in prostitution, and they're really victims, Andrew. They're, they're victims of, of, the, of the whole racket. Um, in fact, we call them survivors if they come through the other end. We refer to them as survivors. So we hear stories from our survivors where they've gone to the police looking for assistance and help um, because of the associated violence that goes on and the police basically turn a blind eye and their response is often along the lines of, well, prostitution's been made legal. Um, you know, you need to go to your union, essentially, go through the, go through the resources of that organisation. This is not so much a legal event now. So um, it is a disaster and the numbers are going up. Um, the associated sex trafficking is there in our case women coming in out of Asia, often not being able to speak the language, not really knowing even what they're getting into. And so, um, yeah, look, unmitigated disaster is coming in our direction, unfortunately, if this legislation continues to go through. And so how, Rob, uh, are people able to push back against this proposed legislation? Is there a um, something that people can sign, a petition, or is there groups that they can tap into? Obviously, the Australian Christian Lobby are doing something about it. Tell our listeners what they can do if they want to push back against this in Queensland. Andrew, if listeners jump on our website at acl.org.au, we have a petition there, and so we're asking people, particularly Queenslanders, to sign that petition, and we will hand-deliver it to the Attorney-General. We're also running a campaign in the electorate of Redcliffe to make people aware of um, that particular legislation, and so that's there. I would encourage your listeners to visit their local MP and, and express their dissatisfaction at the way the government's handling this. Um, look to the example of Germany and call our MPs to account. Um, you know, always be polite, obviously, but there's nothing like visiting your local MP. Yeah, and that's obviously the state government that's pushing this through in Queensland. So visit our local state MPs, um, bombard them with emails, phone calls if you can't get there in person. And uh, and is there any timeline on this proposed legislation for Queensland, Rob? Is there any word from the government? Well, we have one more sitting week in Parliament, Andrew. We could get a surprise. It could pop up next week. Um, it may jump into another bill as a list of amendments, as it did last time. Uh, if that doesn't happen, then we're looking probably towards February. But, you know, I know it's holiday time, but I'd really encourage your listeners to jump on our website and sign that petition. These things do help. Um, it's a thin line to victory, but it's it's certainly one that we should we should encourage people to take, and so I'd encourage them to do that. Absolutely. It's it's just one of those moral things, isn't it, that we have to stand up for what's right and stand up for the vulnerable because, like you said, it's usually the, the the victims in society that end up in that industry anyway, girls who've had a troubled background or an abusive past or have a drug habit. They're usually the ones, or like you said, the illegals who get roped into it, don't even know how to speak English. They become Absolutely. victims of this. So uh, to, to get onto that petition, your website is acl.org.au, acl.org.au. And as Rob said, we encourage all of our listeners to get involved in this petition and push back against this. Visit your local state MP. And, of course, we can all pray and ask God just to, to do his will in this situation and protect the vulnerable in the state of Queensland. Thanks, Andrew. God bless you, mate. God bless 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.